So the four four forty eight is it's actually David Goggins' challenge. Oh really? It's so you run four miles every four hours for forty eight hours. Four miles every, every four, four hours. hours for forty eight hours. Damn. So you run. You can start it at any time. I started mine at noon. Mm-hmm. So you run at noon. Then you run at four. Then you run at eight. Then you run at midnight. Then you run at four a.m. Then you run at eight a.m. Then you <laughs> run at noon. Then you run at four. <laughs> then you run at eight. Then you run at midnight. And then you run at four a.m. 8 a.m. and then your final run is at mid as at noon 48 hours later. That's insane. Yeah. So and my goal was to do that and run every mile under an hour. Mm-hmm. And I ran it all in under an hour, but the one I almost failed was my was my final 4 a.m. run. And it was like 58 minutes and it was like so yeah. close. I mean my legs were But you were you probably like barely sleeping too, right? Oh yeah, you yeah. basically don't sleep. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sound 14 Podcast. I'm here with 7th Heaven. What How's it going, up, guys? Woo. Good to be back, we're, dude. We're staring at this bottle of scotch again. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, pulled this out of the backpack, and I'm just like, okay. Glenn Levette, 12-year, single malt scotch whiskey, double oak. Yeah. I, I knew you had your single, or your uh, remix just come out, so yes. I'm like, we got to celebrate. Come I appreciate on. that. I appreciate celebrate. that. That's I a nice gesture. That is such a nice gesture. Yeah. That's, uh... Let me, let me, let me pour some. Let's do it. Open it up real quick. okay. That's a brand new bottle. Gonna christen it right here. (laughs) Yeah. You want ice in yours or? Yeah, I'll take like two cubes. That'd be great. Okay. Two cube is always recommended, people. Yeah. You don't want too much. You don't want too much unless you want to water it down. But the thing is, some whiskey or scotch does need to be drank neat. Neat. No ice, but also a little bit of water can open up flavoring in scotches and whiskey or if it's a super fine whiskey or scotch what you can do is literally get like a straw put it in water do the little thumb thing and then just bloop like two drops of water and it'll open up the aromatics of the whiskey yeah i i always like it with ice don't just ask to, me why i know that just to take the edge off a little bit you know just something just to a, just take the edge just off. the edge off you know sometimes it, it gets you in the throat if oh, you that sure. first sip but um uh. yeah this is this is actually the first time I'm I'm drinking scotch on the podcast. That's too. what I'm talking yeah, about, yeah. baby. That's <laughs> I, what I'm talking about. Here, Last you, year, you bought, I, I'll pour you up. Okay, sure. You tell me how much you want. Keep it going. That's good. Oh. Okay. It's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, it's five o'clock. It's already it's probably almost five o'clock I here. Know, I think it's <laughs> yeah. like three thirty or something 3:30. like that. Yeah. Oh, well, 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 well. Let's let's put this here for a nice little background. Yeah. Boom. Go ahead, man. What's up, brother? Cheers, brother. Cheers, dude. Thank you. That's a that's an incredibly nice gesture. Yeah. Let's... Mm. Oh, that's smooth. Oh, that's good. That's good. But mm. that bottle might be gone. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, we're like, this is a drunk yeah, podcast. Yeah, exactly. We're just Gets sitting out here. of hand for like yeah, six hours. Both got our shirts off. Yeah. Playing. Yeah, your Scrabble girl's gonna have to take us out. <laughs> yeah, girl's gonna have to jump on the table, making monkey noises and shit. Yeah, uh, but how are things been, man? Dude, things are things are great. great. I have I have no complaints. I have no bad things to say. Yeah, I mean, there's been an incredible amount of growth since last time I was on mm-hmm. the show. I know we were just talking about that. How it's we don't even know when last episode yeah, was really either 2020 2021 in that area it's but, definitely uh, been two years two years plus yeah. for sure time's flown by i but. know and we've yeah I, I i wanted to get you back on because the first time uh, we met was i think on the podcast mm-hmm. like that was the first time we've ever met and 
I was like, this guy's amazing. Like oh. the energy, <laughs> the energy you brought on that podcast was insane. Like I was, I was like, this guy should have his own podcast, and you did. Do we do that since then, yeah. <laughs> and now we're back, and it's, Thank it's you. Uh, better than ever. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm stoked. Yeah, look at you. You've upgraded your setup and your 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 space, and I know. You know, it's all about elevation. You know, elevation, uh, yeah. elevation, and growth. That's what it's all about. Yeah, because I think at at times in our life we uh, we get like kind of dissatisfied at a mm. certain level. You know, and once you're at a place for a long time, you're like you're, you're kind of just maintaining. Mm-hmm. That's when you kind of fall off. Is when you're just maintaining, when there's no growth and you're just, okay, well, this is good. For me, that's the worst place ever. It's complacency. Complacency. For me, Mm -hmm. it's complacency. It's when you reach that level of complacency. And that's so funny that you're talking about this. I was talking about this with two of my, I had a session the other night with two of my good artist homies and, and we went and got canes afterwards yeah. and, and afterwards, you know, we got some, some deep talk and very much on this similar topic was one of my, one of my boys, um, Andrew, he was just saying he's at a level where he's happy with where he's at and he's good with the amount of work that he's doing, but he also feels that he's not doing enough and he feels that he's in this place where he's dissatisfied and complacent and he's doesn't like being there mm. because he was saying that, you know, you wake up and oh, I, I go to make music and then I play some games or I do this and then I feel like, okay, you know, I've done my time, but I'm not doing more or trying to do more and get out of this place of of complacency and of just this, this staticness that Mm -hmm. we can get in and then just trying to push the boundaries and, and take your mind to that different place of when you don't want to do something or when you feel like you've done enough to do more. Yeah. Because sometimes you're already in a good place, right? And that's when it's hard to change when you're like, when things are going well, but you know you could do more. Mm-hmm. You know that there's untapped potential For here. Sure. And I think every time we we push ourselves, whether you know it's it's in whatever craft you're in, whatever business you're in, you push yourself, and that's where new ideas come from. That's where mm-hmm. growth comes from. And every time I've I've done that, like every year I make a commitment to be a different person. For sure. Be a di- I don't want to look back a year from now at I mean, any of I'm my still podcasts. Where I was. And and say yeah, like I I I haven't got be- gotten better, mm-hmm. and that to me is is the worst uh, years or when you look back and you realize I haven't really done shit. Yeah, for sure, and that and that's a tricky place to be in. But I also I always live by the small wins add up to the big wins. Mm-hmm. So having the mindset of understanding and and striving to be better than you are every day and making that a goal. Every single day to wake up, it's a new opportunity. It's a reset. Yeah. Do more than you did yesterday, but also being aware and understanding that some days you're not going to feel yeah. like doing more. That, that's in this book called uh, Atomic Habits. I don't mm. know if you've heard of it. Mm-mm. It's uh, actually like one of the most best-selling books out right now. I think 300,000 reviews on Amazon and shit. Oh, geez. Yeah, it's crazy. But I was reading it and my my brother recommended it to me Um he, he read like, or he listened to the audiobook and he said, it's a really good book. And one of the subjects, uh, the author talked about was try to get 1% better, better every day, every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's, he made a, like kind of, kind of a footnote saying, even if you don't get better every day, like maybe, you know, let's say 25% of the time you're not better. You mm-hmm. might even get worse. That's okay. But at least you're trying, trying. 
to get better 1% every day. Totally. And in the trying of it, that's where it is found. Yeah, exactly. Right? I, I couldn't agree more. And, and that's, that point is so crucial. I, yeah. I believe in that so heavily is, is having the intention and doing the work every day to be better, but also understanding yeah. when you don't feel that way, or sometimes it's not going to happen every day to not beat yourself up too much about it mm-hmm. and try and put yourself in a mindset of, okay, I'm not going to do this, you know, on the, on my craft side, I'm not going to sit here and make music. I'm not going to work on marketing. I'm not going to, yeah. you know, send emails. I'm not going to do this and try and just accept the fact and enjoy. Yeah. Just be a regular human, you know, for a couple of days and maybe go get some dinner, go on a date, you know, exactly. just try and live a more human experience <laughs> yeah. and not just trying to be this machine all the time and just understand that that's part of it and yeah. not feel like, oh, you have to do I'm this. I'm a piece of shit. I'm not doing <laughs> yeah. enough. You yeah. know that. And that's, that's very much where I was a long, you know, a while ago. And mm-hmm. I still get like that just cause I'm, that's just the type yeah. of human that I am. But mm-hmm. cause we, we all have like ambition, right. To, to go out and do something, to make something with our mm-hmm. lives. And you learn in the process of trying to get there that it's not exponential. It's never happens just like on an exponential graph of, okay, mm-hmm. we, we started here and then every day I'm going to get better. Totally. There are going to be times where you don't want to do shit. Like, and I don't like, I learned that yep. those days that you don't want to do anything. Don't do anything. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy the nothing. Exactly. Enjoy the nothing because yeah. drink some scotch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Drink some scotch, you know, go on a walk because the, the days where you're not doing anything and you're actually just resetting and setting back and taking yourself away from that aspect of, of your work mm-hmm. and just being, I have found it is so beneficial to then when you come back yeah. to your craft, you yeah, just, when you come back, that's the best part. That's the best yeah. part in is to, it's, it's a new perspective completely. Correct. Yeah. To when, be able to disassociate and then reassociate mm-hmm. that, that break and that gap of the, between the deassociation and the reassociation is a, it's a very healing and just, um, enlightening. Yeah. It's an enlightening and it's very gratifying and it, it, it just allows you to reset mm-hmm. and, and understand that period of time is a gift. Yeah. And, I think COVID and, did that for a lot of people. It was, it wasn't by choice <laughs> yeah, really. Was, I mean, everyone was just kind of forced into that because exactly. of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you wanted to do <laughs> yeah. it or not, it didn't really matter. Now we look back and like, did COVID, how, how long ago was that? Like it's, yeah, it feels I, like an attorney. I go. know. It feels like yeah. we were in a game or <laughs> yeah, something. Exactly. To be honest, it was it was pretty wild. Yeah, but yeah. that definitely paused life, and I definitely felt that immediately. <sighs> where sure. like you were you were doing the same things every day, mm-hmm. you know, every week, every month, and now here comes this thing where now it's completely changed, and now you're at For your sure. house. You're you're you're, <laughs> yeah, you're doing, watching the news. You're watching yeah. CNN. They're Telling you all sorts Trying of shit. Trying to find toilet paper. You're like <laughs> going out with like bows and arrows and like <laughs> people wearing masks. Where's the shit. three ply? You know, yeah. like there's no toilet paper anywhere. Just like how there's no eggs right now. Yeah. I went to Trader Joe's the other day and I was like, yo, you guys got any eggs? Like, oh, no, those are hard to come by Egg, now. Eggs are like, like expensive eggs. too, right? Yeah. They're like pretty expensive Dude. now. Fuck. Everything's gotten expensive. But eggs are eggs. Eggs are a grip right now. <laughs> yeah. Like you, it's best to just buy like three or four cartons of eggs just <laughs> yeah. so you're stocked up and just eat them things quick. Because yeah, I've never it, seen eggs sold out ever. Have I. Ever. ever. Well, that's because the uh, the the virus that's going around, or there's this some sort of with chickens uh, or something. Yeah, with the chicken farms, mm. and you know, as most of our chicken farms are like up north. Like if you ever if you've ever okay. driven like San Jose or near <laughs> yeah. San Fran, like it for it's all there for forty five miles. 
Plus, it smells like absolute doo doo because yeah. it's where all the cows, all the produce, and everything like where all the farms are. And apparently, there's like some sort of swine virus or something that's really? going through there. So that's why like egg supply is like really Damn. really low right now. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, when you look at it from, I was talking with my parents the other day about the supply chain of like bananas and all the things that we have in our grocery stores. We don't we don't kind of understand it as consumers. Like when we look at, oh, there's a banana in the grocery store. It's nice and ripe. But that banana came from fucking Guatemala. That's what I'm on saying. On a boat. That's <laughs> went to I'm another saying. warehouse. Went on a truck. Got to the grocery store. Some guy put it there mm-hmm. for you to get that banana in your grocery store. Yep. It just didn't get there like no. from the plant, you know? No, it it's was, crazy. I, I, I love yeah. I think about this type of weird shit all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's always like my late night thoughts where I'm like, wow. Yeah, Did you ever universe. think about this? Yeah. <laughs> I had this crazy thought the other day. Or it wasn't it wasn't that long ago, I think. <laughs> think about this shit, brother. Okay. Think back. <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe I'm about to say well, <laughs> granted, I was I was high in bed, going to bed. That's how I have to sleep, or else my brain doesn't shut off. Don't judge me. I'm sitting there, and I'm like getting ready for bed, and this thought comes to me. I'm like, think about, think back to the beginning of time when languages were being developed. Mm-hmm. Languages. Languages. There was this one colony or tribe or something of something that had a language that no one has ever heard ever. And then someone else comes along and crosses their path. And, you know, this is how, you know, civilization gets to be. <laughs> yeah. They cross these people's path, but the people here speak a different language that they've never heard and these people have never heard how how do they then decipher that oh this in our language (laughs) means this in your language but we've never heard your languages exactly and then dude that's that's insane the whole thought of that blew my (laughs) mind i'm like how how you do you even you don't decipher have Google Translate? That? You don't have nothing. nothing. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it blew my mind apart, yeah. bro. I oh, it, it, I think oh it's like God. Uh, such a crazy thought. You, you gotta start using like hand signals, like stick or like some shit. Yeah, like, right. Draw some dude, <laughs> something in the ground. Oh my God. Yeah, so that's we, insane. Oh. Yeah, no, I, I I don't know why I just brought that up, but I thought it was so funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a <sighs> my uncle on recently, and he he's like deep into Sanskrit, which is the first language. Mm. Uh, known, I guess, known language of of civilization, and he said it dates back like thousands of years ago, like five thousand years ago or something like that. And I was like, "Damn!" And that's a written language; it has an alphabet and everything too, which is insane to think that all those years ago people had some type of communication. understanding, yeah, yeah, communication for a language. They knew that how powerful it is because imagine. Like if you didn't know any languages, mm-hmm. it would be so hard to convey an idea to someone. It would be Im- like impossible. almost impossible. Yeah. yeah, to convey like whatever you're feeling. I, I mean, what I, that, that makes me like wonder about like cavemen or some shit like that. Like how did what kind of you know they might have had some language, but it might have not been as clear and and depth as like the English language. Totally. That's why I love. To me, I'm I'm like a geek about uh, communication and like. The English language in oh, general, yeah. because <laughs> I, I understand how important it is for you to express the right idea. For sure. Right. If you don't have the words, then you can't express it. Yeah. So you have to like, I, I always like 
read whenever I read a book, I have my phone next to me mm-hmm. and I look up any word that I don't know. Mm. And so I, I just start like developing a, a vocabulary exactly. so that I could just express any thought I have. And it helps with this too. Like sure. that, just being able to express myself, Absolutely. any thought and like, yeah, man, language is powerful. It is language. Oh, that's so funny. We're, you know, we're just talking about that. Like I, I have such a fascination with with language and and psychology of how humans work mm. and how a human can present themselves and understanding what they're actually thinking behind what they're actually presenting mm. you know what i'm saying like this this weird dichotomy of of just how humans interact in a social setting and put on you know versus like a home setting besides a home setting yeah. or if someone is putting presenting themselves in a certain way and making others think that they feel this way or that they are this type of person, mm-hmm. but being able to look at their, you know, their eyes, their gestures, their mannerisms, how often they do something and then understanding that, okay, that's not actually how you feel or what you're thinking. You're just presenting that because you don't want people to actually know yeah. how or judge you or, yeah, criticize or judge you, you of how you feel or how you mm-hmm. actually are. Yeah. And, and just like shelving that in the back of your mind and, and being aware, like, mm-hmm. okay, like that's, that type of stuff fascinates me, yeah. fascinates me to, to the fullest extent. Yeah, definitely. Fullest, fullest extent. Yeah, I, I like, I like understanding that about myself, being aware of it. Like when I'm not, when I'm not like being real with a person, I'm like, why, why, why am I not showing this mm-hmm. person or why, why do I feel like I have to put on a face mm-hmm. or why am I nervous and when you start questioning it, you get back to like the real you. You get back totally. to understanding. Okay, I'm. They're a human too. Like they, they're probably gonna have their thoughts about you, whatever it may be. But no amount of you trying to put a face on is going to make their opinion change. Mm-hmm. You know. So why not just be yourself all the time? Exactly. Not give a fuck about anybody else. That's what I'm saying. And it, this is, it's just so funny now that last time I was on here and I didn't have a podcast and now that I'm back on here and I have a podcast, it's, I think that the dynamic is so fun and it's so different right now because uh-huh. we talk about such similar things. But I, on that point, I think people care just too much. And I've said this, oh my God, I probably on every, every episode I've ever <laughs> really? had, anybody that I meet and I have a conversation <laughs> with, I say this, too many people care about other people's opinions and too many people put too much effort into trying to change other people's opinions about them when it doesn't really matter why it's wasted energy if someone has an opinion about you that you don't even know or that you may not know and they feel a certain way about you a why does that matter to you and b why are you going to try and put so much of your energy into changing their opinion of how they think about you because they're going to think about it anyway anyway <laughs> yeah so it doesn't matter it doesn't just matter. move the fuck on dude exactly. like th- some people are going to love you and some people are going to hate you that's life welcome to li- welcome to life <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> big shocker <laughs> yeah you know so exactly. I, I think that's something that that i see so many people do and that you know i used to do like complete transparency was trying to get everyone to feel this certain way or, or, or think about this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, yo. and the, the, you realize the more you, <clears throat> you let go of trying to be somebody, the more people accept you for sure. Yeah. That, it's the, it's a weird, you know, like ironic thing. Yeah. That, it's, it's an interesting dynamic. Yeah. It really is. And it, it really is. And I was just talking about that was 
about someone, you know, I, on, on a previous episode, I shot with a photographer not too long ago, big photographer, shout out Omar, great guy. Um, he was asking me that question, you know, why, why do you do the things that you do in the sense of you're an artist, you do a podcast and you're a fitness guy. Mm-hmm. And it was for, for that exact reason, that's who I am. I'm not trying to hide any part of, of that about myself. Mm-hmm. You know, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is what I love. If you want to be a part of it and you want to follow me and, and support me on this journey as I'm going to support you for supporting me, thank you. Yeah. But if you don't, that's fine. There's that's a, fine. a million other people exactly. that you can go follow and support. Like, yeah, not everybody doesn't gonna, bug me. Yeah, not everybody's going to like you. And that's okay. That's okay. Not like, everyone's <laughs> supposed to like you because yeah. if you're a friend to every, if you're a friend to everyone, you're an enemy to yourself. Exactly. So, isn't that what Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson said? said. Yeah. And I and I saw that on a reel, and that it it clicked for me so heavily because yeah. it's it's true. Mm-hmm. If and you know that's what I tell her all the time is if you're if you're a friend to everyone, you're an enemy to yourself. Like there's a certain there's a there's a point of self discernment or self understanding or you know situational understanding when it comes to your friends or really just anything uh, to come to a point where it's like, okay, you know what? I've, I've outgrown you or you're not the best for me anymore, or you don't supply what I need Mm -hmm. in my life anymore in this form. So I need to stop giving you my energy or vice versa. When it just comes to someone that you like or mutuals, you know, not trying to just be, Oh, I need them to like me. I want them to like me. I want this person to, you know, think this about me or feel this way about, you know, whatever, whatever. And I know some people are like that, but keeping your energy reserved yeah. and, and, and keeping it. And sometimes, yeah, you got to let go. Of yeah. Those you people. have to, you yeah. have to. And I, like, it, I'll tell you the story. Uh, I had a co-host with me doing this podcast and my friend, Sam, and we, we decided to do this podcast together. Mm-hmm. Like that was the, when I first started, that was the, the main thing was it was going to be me, me and him. Right. And he was so enthusiastic about it. Like that first episode we did, it's still up there. It's, you know, yeah. it's amazing. And at that moment, I was like, we're, we got this. Like his yeah. excitement and my excitement was, was at peak, peak level. We're both excited. And then a few years go by, my excitement is here and his excitement dropped. And I could, I sensed that like right away, like I would have to text him, yo, we want, you want to do a podcast? And he's like, eh, I don't, I don't really, Yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly here's the door yeah wait, respectfully wait. here's the door exactly yeah because you know? when when you grow and the other person is you know where they're at and th- there's nothing wrong with their <laughs> opinion right <laughs> their <laughs> their own uh direction in life they're gonna go their own path and you can't control that that's that's you that, you gotta oh my god you gotta be aware of your yes, own dude. self and i told him straight up i'm like do you really want to do this and he's and we both like all right, nah. And so I went out my own way, and we're still like, I'm still cool with that. Yeah. But you're you just know, in different places. Yeah, different places. Dude, that is so. Yeah, that's how it happened. Yeah, you're you're gonna have to come on the on the podcast. Okay. I literally, <laughs> I, this I I I talked about this. This wasn't actually even on an episode, but I talked about this personally, and it was something that I thought of. Actually, it was a gym thought one day. Uh huh. And it's exactly what you're talking about. And what I said to everybody was I wanted to talk about the differences of of 
or the difference in personal development and personal growth in two people. Yeah. And I, and I gave the example was say you're a guy or a girl, vice versa, it doesn't matter. And you're, you like this guy or you like this girl or whoever, and you have this feeling about them that you think you feel or that you want to feel. That you expect. That you expect. Yeah. Correct. And then you get to know them or you mingle and then you, you understand, oh, okay, they're at a different place in their personal journey than I am. Mm-hmm. They could either be farther along or more behind and being able to have that, that awareness. Um, yeah. Self-awareness of either putting yourself in the position of, oh, okay, you know, they're great. I, you know, I wish them the best. I wanted this to happen, but I can't, they're not quite to where I would like them to be if they want to be a piece in my life or which I think takes even more self-discipline is if they are farther along and you're not there yet asking yourself, do I think that I could add to what they are? Do I think that I'm in a good enough position of who I am as a person, my own journey to be, to grow to where they're to at, grow to where they're at and yeah. then be a, a sufficient piece to their life as it goes on. Yeah. And I don't know why that thought came to me and I thought it was so interesting because I, I just think it's, it's to the self-discipline, to the self-awareness stuff that I love, that I talk about all the time, that I believe in. Mm-hmm. And especially in, in that context of the relationship or wanting relationship, you know, male, female, whatever, you know, I just think it was so crucial. And, and I love that you said that because yeah. I've, I've talked because about that so many times because it's it's true. And it, mm-hmm. it's a it's a vital, vital piece to understand and be aware of and just understand and know that if someone's farther along or not as far along with you, that's mm-hmm. totally OK. Or they could be where you're at or fall behind. It's okay to move on to move and, on, and yeah. to step because away. That'll, that'll save you so much pain. Like yes. to, when uh, just noticing that in and yourself. wasted energy. You, yeah, wasted. It's wasted energy. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can only put so much energy energy into someone to change them, yeah. to where if then they just and don't you, want to change what themselves. I've is, is yeah, vice you, can't, versa. you can't even <laughs> change them because they could only accept the idea of change that they want. Totally. Right? So no amount of me trying to change anybody is going to make them my expectation, mm-hmm. right? And what I've realized is it's not you having to change everybody else. It's you getting to a place and finding the person that's right for you. Like for the sure. people just come into your life that are right for you. It's a value exchange. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and it's like a process of letting go and then the, the better thing comes. For sure. Always. Yeah. Always. It, it 100% is. And I'm curious how you think on this and mm-hmm. what your opinion is on this. Cause I was explaining this to her the other day and I are going to be like, well, are they talking to like an invisible yeah, for, person? Yeah, here? I know. Right. <laughs> my, my imaginary friend is over here. No, for those yeah. who are, 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 my girlfriend, Lauren is off camera. Say hi, Lauren. Hi. Um, yeah, she's <laughs> off camera. So, but I was telling her, this to her the other night and I've told this to my friends and everything. And I'm curious what you think on it is the people who you have, in your life or that you choose to surround yourself with. Why do you surround yourself with those people? Why are they in your life? And the people who you have been or have been in your life or have associated with, why are they not in your life? Mm -hmm. For me, it's a super simple answer. 
And I'm curious what your thought or own personal opinion on that question is. Because I'm okay. curious what your answer is. Because I'll tell you mine. Mine's probably simple, too. It all starts with feeling. Okay. I just get a feeling of what, like, with whenever I'm around my friends, like my core group of mm-hmm. friends, and we're tight and we've been together, we know each other. I just feel like I'm in my like comfort place. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to try at mm-hmm. all to be with them or to, to like be start someone a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. To do anything. I'm just myself all the time. But then for the people that haven't have, or I, I was, they, they were in my life, but now aren't, it got to a place where I had to start trying. Mm. It, it got to a place where the energy didn't match. Mm. Right. And I can't really explain it, but like, I think everybody I exactly has gone through that feeling of we had this connection but now it's not there. Totally. And like, I just know automatically that I'm not going to waste any time trying to change mm-hmm. it to go back to where it used to be. Yeah. I have to let go. I have to move on. And that's been, you know, like probably the, the, the best thing that I've picked up is because I, I if I didn't do that, I would be wasting my time for years and like yeah. going through so much shit that I could have, just overcome by by letting it go mm-hmm. and over time i've done that with a lot of people anybody that doesn't bring value like to my life you know at all is that your answer value right there yeah yeah exactly that's uh exactly so glad that you said that because that 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 is my one word mm-hmm. simple I do not have to make it complicated for anybody. What is the difference of anything? You could ask me that same question. I would just would have said value. 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 Mm-hmm. That's it. And the people who are in my life, in my immediate life, who I choose to give my energy to, who I'm around on a, on a constant basis or who I interact with, just they don't have to live with me or be there. But anybody who's in my life, my direct life, is because they provide value to me and I provide value to them. This mm. is not monetary value. Exactly. I don't give them money. They don't give me money or, or whatever, whatever. It's the value of emotional. It's the value of feeling. Mm. It's the value of I. you give me something that I need and that adds to my happiness mm-hmm. that if you weren't here, I would be lacking that. Yeah. And that and it's is mutual. It's mutual. It's yeah. a, it's a value exchange. It's a value exchange. It's a yeah. value exchange. And I, I, I feel like some people get butthurt or, or think it's harsh when I'm like, I, if someone is, comes into my life or I'm talking to somebody or, or we have a connection or whatever or anything, they're not going to be in my life if they don't provide value to me because then I can't provide value to them. Exactly. And and, and to that point, if I don't need to add pieces to the puzzle here that, that don't benefit me and that may sound harsh yeah. or, or like a dick selfish, yes, yeah, so that is what it is. Yeah. I, I value my life, who I have around, what I've built, what I am building. And if someone can't come in and add that another missing piece or a value to me as a human being to give me something that I'm like, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize I needed this. You can help me. I can help you again on a totally different, not monetary level. Yeah. Relationship, relationship, level. Yeah. spiritual, mental mm-hmm. comfort. Cause we, we all need people in our lives. Right. And I think Les Brown said, OQP only quality people, people. only quality That's people. It. 
quality over quantity on on the people part. Yeah, I believe in heavily. Heavily, you you are who you hang out with. You exactly. are who you surround yourself with. You are what you consume. So if you're if you're just lackadaisical and and just letting all these people in and and doing all this shit and whatever of whatever you know yeah are you aware of what's going on in your mind in your what you're then projecting to other people to your craft yeah because it's impacting you directly, directly. Like, even though it might seem like oh i just have my friends i've been with them since kindergarten it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it does not yeah. matter it is directly it affecting your production and your quality of output mm-hmm. into your personal life. Yeah. You have to manage mm-hmm. how that works yeah. and who is adding and feeding, you know, watering that seed of you. Yeah. That's why I, I don't hang out with like any of my friends from, uh, or, or not any, but like most of my friends from like middle school or high school, I don't hang out with them anymore because We've just grown, grown apart. so much. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You don't provide the value that you did to me in high school. Exactly. Nor do I to you. So yeah. I'll always, you know, wish you luck and wish you the best. And I hope you're you're happy and healthy and successful. And, the, you know, the saying that I say is, you know, I still want you to eat. It's just yeah. not at my table. Exactly. That's a good way to put it. Like, That's, I still want to <laughs> yeah, see you yeah. get your bag. I still want to see you do what you want to do and chase your dreams, whatever your dreams may be. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to be with me. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it is. And that's it. That, that awareness in and of itself will bring you so much more happiness in your peace life. Peace of mind. Peace of mind. Like you don't have to worry about different, you don't have to like force energy towards people at all. Nothing. Nothing. Like all my friends now, like the, the, the my close knit friends, like we don't even hang out as much as I want to. But every time we do hang out, it's just like you pick up right where you left off. Yeah, exactly. Like no time has passed. No time has passed. Like we could have a conversation for three hours. That's OQP. OQP. It's only quality people. Only quality people. That's it. That and the, I think you you attract the people that are like minded to you for sure. And that's where you feel comfortable is in people who have you know similar aspirations or similar uh, things we like or dislike. I don't know. It could be a lot of things, but when you surround yourself with people that are like-minded, you could just, you, you all have like this energy together and it makes you want to grow together. Absolutely. And you know, I, sometimes I'm like, are the friends now, am I going to have to grow away from them? Mm -hmm. And like, I'm looking at that shit, just thinking about it. And, and I, um, continue, um, continue your thought. Cause I have, I have a point that I'd like to say off that. Yeah. Yeah. That um, I think is fascinating. Um, I, sometimes I think about that, but then I remind myself like in the moment right now it's working. Mm-hmm. So just stay present. Whatever happens will happen. But right now just, you know, keep, it's important to keep relationships. Don't just start yeah. like letting go of every <laughs> yeah. relationship. And I'm like, Oh, my father sucks. And my yeah, mother yeah, is right. terrible. Yeah. And just like, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, you know, you got to continue to feed your relationships, totally. but the understanding of which ones are bad or have gone bad. Yeah. And the ones that you could grow more, that's, that's an important distinction. Totally. Yeah. And to your point where you said, is the friends that I have now, am I going to have to grow out of them? Mm-hmm. I think there's a point in time where you come, especially, you know, around our age, you know, we're, we're, you know, I'm sure most of your audience, people who are listening are in their yeah. early twenties, maybe mid twenties. And I, you know, I hope most people have kind of established their 
their core of mm-hmm. who they hang out with. At least that's how I feel. And I think it's almost, it becomes once you as the individual, as the people who think like we do have made that decision of, okay, th- these are my people, you know? Yeah. If th- it then becomes an obligation, if they start to fall off or maybe not, do the most that they could do or reach their full potential. I feel like it then becomes an obligation to, for you to push them and Mm -hmm. to remind them what they need to do, what they said that they wanted to do and, and influence and give support to them to try and do more. But then there only comes it comes to a point where you can only do so much of that Yeah. to then it's like, okay, I've done my part Mm -hmm. and you haven't done your part. Now you leave me no choice. Exactly. I think it's not besides the high school friends, you know, that's, I feel like that's an easy cutoff. Mm -hmm. Like when you, you just know (laughs) instantly, like when you graduated, it's like, okay, I'm not hanging out with you anymore. You're done. Like, But the people who are now, like I said, in our age group and who we hang out with constantly, it doesn't become as quick of as a of a yeah, let go throwaway yeah. type, you know, okay, mm-hmm. you're out. Mm-hmm. It becomes more of an obligation and a just out of being a friend. Mm-hmm. That's what friends are for. Yeah. To do that side of things, but then it comes to a point where you only you can only do so much of that over maybe it's Three years, four years, you know, however long. And then you hit that point. It's like, okay. Yeah, yeah. But again, like I try to stay present and know that that time might come. It might not. So what am I going to do dwelling on it right now? Exactly. Right. So, yeah, that's another thing. I I kick the like worry habit, basically. Mm. Just just, I think habit. I heard a speaker say uh, worry is just a habit. Like there's no there's no worry out here. Mm -hmm. I've never seen worry right here there's only people that think stressful thoughts mm. it's not the stress stress that doesn't exist it's just people thinking it and I, I that took me like that that really shifted my perspective because now I, I think from a place of if it if i have control over it then why worry about it right if i if i actually have control over the situation why worry about it yeah and if i don't have control over it why worry about it i don't have control, control over, over it. it and there goes every every situation yeah. that there is totally. and you could just let go of worry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's been a big, uh, step in my, in my development For as sure. a human is yeah. to not uh, like, I don't need to do that. So many other people do it, but maybe they didn't get the idea. And mm. for some reason, maybe for the person listening to this, this is the first time they've ever heard someone put it that way. Ah, dude. Right? Geez, oh my God. And, I say that all the time. Yeah. And that's all you need is one idea. One idea could change your life radically. Maybe it's in a book. Maybe it's on a podcast. Maybe it's in a video. But you could have heard it 500,000 said the same thing. But all it takes is someone to say the same thing a different way for it to click for that one person. That one person. And you. Have, and that's the powerful thing. You about, have no idea about how many DMs I get. Like I get paragraphs of people sending thank you for saying this. Thank you. And I'm like, I just, I, I, I need to share this information. Have like, to. I have to. It's an obligation. It's an obligation because me, for me, like I'm just drawn to that. My curiosity of 
growing and becoming a better person, like I'm drawn to reading those books and getting those ideas. And so when I have it, that's all I think about. Like every day is just like becoming a better person. And so I need to share. It would would be like heartbreaking for me not to be able to give this information away. Yeah, you just feel like you're doing a disservice. If you have the ability, if you have the ability to, to post it, if you have the ability to record it, if you have the ability to to do everything that you need to do to share the information that you want to share and you're not sharing it, why? Yeah, that that's that's a good question to ask. Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give me give me a reason. Yeah, th- you know? there isn't. Yeah. And that's what I just tell people in general, mm-hmm. whether it's whatever they want to do. Yeah. And it sounds and so it, cliche. And you don't even have but- to have a podcast to do it. Like just... Like talk to your friends about it. Like in your inner circle, talk to talk about ideas. Yes, I I hate talking about just events. Like any, you listen to any of my podcasts. We don't just talk about. Oh, did you see the the Rams game this weekend? Like I don't talk about that shit. Not because I don't enjoy football or I don't enjoy sports, but to me, these like these certain ideas. You could listen to this podcast a thousand years from now, and it's still relevant Mm -hmm. because the ideas live on forever, ever, forever. The event could happen and sure, you know, uh, it could be talked about, but ideas, that's what really impacts people is the philosophy. Events happen and they happen once in that time period, but I feel like thoughts and ideas are able to be implemented in real life. And I feel like that's the difference. A and Rams it can make a direct or, impact. Or this, yeah. or this or that or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're covering a current event like or something, you know, that happens at that point. COVID, how we were just talking yeah. about. COVID happened. It was the biggest thing. And now we're like, when did COVID happen? Exactly. Whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah. blah, blah, blah. But someone says something, an idea or a thought, and it changes your perspective or anything. And it's able to be implemented into your real life. Mm-hmm. And then it changes the way that you live or that you think. And then... You share that to another person, and then it's a domino effect. And yeah. in, in the implementation of it, in the real life, you know, reality of, of ideas and thoughts are, I just think, so powerful. Powerful, man. Powerful, powerful, powerful. I think it's the reason why people read uh, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Like I love all these, philo- all these uh, philosophers from thousands of years ago, who would, I don't think they would have thought that their teaching would go on for this long, yeah. thousands of years from, uh, from when, when, they, they, did when it, yeah. they did it. Yeah. And so to look at the ideas of that, all these people had, you know, that there've been hundreds of successful people and they've all written books on how they did it, the philosophies mm-hmm. they had, and people don't read those books. That to me is a wild concept. Yeah. Right. And you, you know, you could, it's practically free now. Like you could find those books on PDF online. Yeah, I know. Literally. And there are YouTube videos that are free and all this stuff. So it's a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice Mm -hmm. of God damn it. This is, (laughs) yeah, I'm just tripping out because literally like I, we just, I I just talked about this. Uh It's, Literally, the reel that I have coming out today <laughs> is talking about this. This the same point is what you consume and how you consume it is a choice. And if I use the example of, I'm gonna kind of do this in reverse here, but I use the example as we as creators, myself, any of my fellow creators, mm-hmm. vice versa to you. 
if you are a creator of consumable content, people are going to watch what you do. Doesn't matter if you have five followers, five million followers, 500, it doesn't matter. Yeah. People are going to watch what you do and humans are creatures of habit. They're a fan of you or they like what you do. They are going to implement or emulate in some ways what you do, what you say, how you live. Mm-hmm. Either consciously or unconsciously. Or unconsciously, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're a creator in a position that you're making consumable content, what type of people do you want to be per se responsible for creating? Yeah. I've never actually thought about that, but now that you mention it, that's, that's impactful. Yeah. Yeah. Just think like someone could watch a podcast, just how we were thinking, just how we were saying thoughts and ideas, they're Mm -hmm. implementable. They live on forever. Someone could hear that. And then you've now created a new thought or a perspective shift in somebody, someone who makes gym content could post something, one thing or vice or, you know, about anything. And it's inspires one person to change their life. And now you've now created a new person, basically. Yeah. I mean, that, that or happened. you could put out bullshit yeah. and, and supporting this or that or that and, and negative stuff or, and then now you're creating people that are like In that. In line with that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so powerful. And, and that's, and I want people to realize that. Yeah, it, it definitely is because what you again like the people we you surround yourself with is the same as the consuming that you do yes. on social media it's the same thing it's the same, same thing the, the news article you read everything the, the endless tiktoks you. that you scroll at you know exactly. when you're on tiktok and you're scrolling and you see you know chicks with their titties out ass shaking mm-hmm. doing whatever like this or that and you're you know watch oh okay that oh that or the music that you listen to, you know, if it's negative connotations about, about women, about life, society, you know, you may like it and enjoy it, or maybe you don't even want to see it, but you're being affected and influenced whether you think it or not by what you're consuming. Mm -hmm. That's why it's our own responsibility to choose for ourselves. Correct. Like nobody you consume. Yeah, nobody's gonna go go onto your phone and say, okay, this is exactly what you had to watch. You have to do that. You have to understand is this is this piece of content valuable to my life? Is Correct. It, is it gonna bring me any sort of value? Correct. Am I learning something? Is it make me is it making me happy? Like, you know, I, I question that a lot. And so like my feed, for example, on Instagram, it's just a bunch of philosophy quotes. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's all it is. Cause that's all I like. And the explorer page is just of that. And I know my friends, uh, like explore pages filled with just random shit, like memes. And like, I'm like, is this bringing you any value? Because it's what right? they consume. Like, it's what they consume. Totally. And you know, there's nothing wrong with liking memes. Like they're great. Yeah. Memes are great. But, uh, that content has a place and time, but, if you don't understand that it's influ- influencing you in a negative way, then you got to make a decision. <laughs> Let God it go. Damn it. Keep on moving God forward. Damn it. Yeah. You know, and, and <sighs> speaking of the gym, like there have been many times where I, I would be uh, watching your story and you'd be in the gym. And I'm like, I got to go to the gym today. <laughs> I got to go to the gym today. Like this guy's lifting fucking 500 pounds. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I'll get, get to the gym shit, but yeah, yeah you know, and that's, 
just to touch up on the consumable part, there's nothing wrong. I think I consume rap music. I, I, you know, sometimes, you know, videos pop up and you're like, oh, what the fuck? And, you know, you shouldn't yeah. be scrolling on that. Same. Exactly. That's yeah. human nature. Come on. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, I feel, I hate that point of like, dude, if, if a guy, if a guy's on his for you page or his Instagram or something and a video pops up of a chick with big titties, you're going to look at the titties. That's human nature. Same vice versa with a girl. If a girl is on her page or whatever, and a dude pops up with a hot body or whatever, you're going to be like, Oh, okay. And then maybe men then scroll. It's human yeah. nature. That is mm-hmm. what it is. But at least be aware yeah. of what you're being shown, why you're being shown that. And I think that's a reason why a lot of people are like deleting social media is totally. because they're realizing I'm just wasting my time here. Like none of this is valuable to me. And I think as creators, you know, we, our space is on social media. So we, it, we just, we have, have to, to it's, use it's, it. It's the way, right? it's the it, way it is. Yeah. It's the world, the world we live in. That's it. But there are some people that have, you know, they have no, the no self-discipline though, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No desire to be on social media now because of the things that we're talking about, mm-hmm. the influence that it has on people. So they're just completely getting rid of it. Like my brother, he, de- he deletes Instagram like once a month just for like a, a few weeks mm-hmm. just to not, not get on it, you know, just, and it's, I think it's good for some people. For sure. It's definitely good. To step away for a bit is, is definitely good. If you want to delete it forever and that's what you want to do or not go on it, that's more power to you, you yeah. know? Unfortunately, people in my position, your position, and positions alike, that's not really viable if you want to continue to to grow and have reach and, yeah. and try and replace the bad stuff <laughs> with yeah. good stuff, you know? Exactly. And, and give people, how we said, to not do a disservice by sharing <laughs> the negative our, our stuff. thoughts yeah. and, you know, our, our ideas and putting this information out to the world, like mm-hmm. how we talked about, you know, a little bit ago. Yeah. So, yeah, that's I, how I feel about on that topic for sure. Yeah, it, it's important for for people to understand, and, and I'm glad you brought it up because it makes me think. Like, I'm glad I'm putting out what I want, what I want people to become, what I, these ideas that I like sharing, that I like to think about, that impact me in a positive way. I'm glad I'm I'm able to share it with other people. Absolutely, and it's a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. Yeah, it absolutely is a gift, and it makes you feel good. Like as as much as it makes, like, let's say a baker feel good about ma- baking, like, the best chocolate chip cookie and mm-hmm. giving it to their customers, like, it makes you feel good to to post something that helps people. Absolutely. That, that brings uh, a new way of thinking to them, you know? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. But now going on to the, the gym stuff, <laughs> man, that, it, it's, it's insane, the the commitment you have towards not only the gym, but music we talked about before, but it's the, the commitment you have is applaudable, man. It's Thank insane. You. Yeah. How, how, where, where does it come from? Like you just have to, is it just yeah. part of you? I mean, it, it, I tell people this pretty often and I'm not, would be like completely, uh, you know, transparent here. Like what you see on my social media and how I am now, Mm-hmm. wasn't always how I always was. Mm. So there was a point in time, you know, probably between like 18 and 21, honestly, where I was kind of living this, I don't know, I, I'm saying these things about the things that I do or who I am or who I want to be, but I'm not really acting them. Mm. I'm not really living them. 
And I had this like huge perspective shift. I really don't know what it was. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell anybody. Like people have asked me. I don't know. I really don't know what it was that just my whole mind shit, mindset on everything sh- shifted, shifted completely, Damn. completely. And I was just like, you know what? I'm done fucking around. Yeah. Like genuinely, that was pretty much what it came down to. Like mm-hmm. this, I've told myself this is what I want to do. I'm going to do it. I want, I have these goals in the gym. Music, anything, things I want to do. The only person that it's up to is myself. Yeah. And so, you know, on the gym side of things, it was, I was always an athlete. I, I wrestled, I played rugby, lacrosse, ran track, played football. Yeah. Pretty much did anything and everything. I've always been fit and healthy. But when I got injured uh, in, gosh, I don't even know, 2018, I lost my shoulder joint in my right arm and I couldn't play sports any, anymore. So how, how did that happen? <laughs> I was actually mountain biking in Big Bear and went over, I was on a black diamond run and went over a ginormous, probably it was like a 25 foot gap. And yeah, just was like in the air and just had too much speed and started to endo and nosedive. Hit the, hit the nose on my bike and then like, yeah, you, you already knew something. Yeah. Went over. And then like when I fell, I didn't know anything that I didn't know anything happened. And then I like came up. And I went to go grab something out of my backpack on my right side and I turned and my helmet hit my collarbone. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, like my collarbone and my AC joint. It's where your, your clavicle and your shoulder joint meet and it's like this ball and socket. Yeah. It was like raised like, like three, four <laughs> inches <laughs> out of my skin. Like it had, didn't pierce crazy. the skin, but it was like all the way up here. And I turned and it was like, oh, fuck. I was like, what the heck? And I like <laughs> yeah. took my helmet off and it was just like sticking out. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So then I just grabbed my backpack. I walked all the way down the mountain till I had cell service. How far was that? Like you, it's probably like two and a half miles. Two and a half. Yeah, it was miles. About, probably Damn. about two and a half miles. Walked to the bottom. Did, did it feel painful or was like the no, adrenaline? Didn't, yeah, didn't feel yeah. anything. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, this sucks. Yeah. This probably isn't good. I need to get yeah. out. I need to get out of here. So let me start Plus, hiking my ass down you're on a mountain with no yeah. cell service. No, like, no cell service. It's almost dark. Yeah, like the sun is going down. By the time I got to the bottom of the hill, it was pretty much dark. So I was like, okay, I need, I need to walk now mm-hmm. to get down to the bottom to where I can call my nana. Be like, yo, you need to come pick me up. Like, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> So anyway, well, you, that's didn't, a, you didn't call the ambulance or anything. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> but the people no. like out of, out of country are like, you didn't call 911. No, 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 no. It's like, no, healthcare is no. too expensive. Yeah, just, <laughs> I just walked, just walked down. Yeah. yeah. After that happened. And then I know I didn't play sports and I was like getting into the gym and realized mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you know, I, I, I can't do this stuff anymore. So I'm just going to get in the gym. And then, like I said, I don't know. It just, it just switched and it became a. Just became part of who I am, yeah, and a I just necessity. It came, yeah, it became a necessity, and I just got I got obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. I got obsessed with going every day with how it makes me feel, how it makes me feel physically, how it makes me feel mentally. Knowing that, okay, I have the opportunity to go in here. The first thing that I do every day is go in here. And make myself suffer, basically. Yeah. Work myself out hard. Like, if she can vouch, anyone that's watching has seen me train, I do not fuck around. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this to try and, you know, whatever, I'm somebody like, I don't fuck around in there. Yeah. I'm there to work. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to say hi. Don't, don't do anything. You're in a zone. Leave me alone. Yeah. 
I'm here to work out and I'm here to do more than I did yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm here to put in more work than I did yesterday. And, and that aspect of it has translated to Into everything else, to how my life is now, how my life operates, the things that I've been able to do, the things that I'm doing mm-hmm. have been a direct correlation to the dedication and commitment inside of the gym every day. But what I really think it is, is it's the dedication, commitment, and discipline and self-respect that I've gained for myself Yeah, in there. That's the most important That's thing. That's the most important thing that I've found is I have, I am very confident in who I am, what I know I can do, what I know I can't do. Mm-hmm. It, you know, in the way of I hate saying I can't do things, but I'm aware there's some things I'm like, there's some limitations. Yeah, there's limit- yeah. I'm not yeah. that good at that stuff, you know? Yeah. But it, it's been that that relationship of self mm-hmm. to almost make you feel, and I take pride knowing that, you know, okay, I, I'm going in here seven days a week, and I'm, I'm outworking everybody. Yeah, outworking everybody. Like, I'm outworking everybody. And it's not to be better than no, anyone else. No. It's to be better than, than you. Than me. Yeah. And and just knowing that, like, I want to be the best at what I'm doing. I want to flourish and be successful and and continue to do everything that I'm doing and want to do. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to outwork me. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's important. And and I like what you said about how it translates into everything else you do oh my gosh everything it, else that di- and uh, i think hand in hand uh there's a speaker by the name of jim Rohn who said every discipline affects the rest 100 in both ways so if you start saying like start stop eat or start eating uh terrible like you, you you eat a hershey bar a day you're probably gonna not walk around the block if you don't walk around the block you might not go to the gym if you don't go to the gym you might not want to go start a new business you know that's that each discipline affects the rest. Exactly. And it could be the opposite. You start eating an apple a day. You might now want to walk around the block. You start going to the gym. You meet this person. This person meet, tells you to go over here. That over here, you start something new. You know, it all... It's a domino effect. It, yeah, it's a domino either effect. Way. Either it's, way. It's, it's a domino effect either way. So <laughs> why not make positive. the domino, domino effect in the most positive way that it possibly exactly. can be? You yeah. know? It, it's mo- Life is momentum. Wherever your momentum is in a negative or positive way, that's where your life's direction starts to go. And you start being aware of these disciplines that you're taking up, right? Like going to the gym, you might not feel like it's in the beginning. It might be scary in the beginning. You might be fearful. You might have all sorts of doubts and stuff, Mm -hmm. but you start doing it. You start feeling better about yourself. You start having more mental clarity. All that affects everything else. Like I, I, I always recommend the gym to anybody out there because it, I mean, it's helped in my life. I know it's helped in your life tremendously. What, what you see and how you see it. And if you, if you come to my house, the way that I live, the way that it looks, Mm -hmm. the way that it's spotless all the time, the, the, everything of how I live my life is a direct correspondent to the discipline, to the the discipline that I learned in the gym, because like like, some David Goggins shit, (laughs) it is. You know, I'm not, I'm not a seal. I'm not doing, you know, some of the things that he does, but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of similar elements to people like that 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 I do, Mm -hmm. and and that I 
want to do more of, you know, I want to do another four, four this year. I want to do another 24 hour race this year. I did, mm-hmm. I did both of those last year. What, what is that? So uh, the four, four is it's actually David Goggins challenge. Oh, really? It's, so you run four miles every four hours for 48 hours, four miles every, every four, four hours. hours for 48 hours. Damn. So you run, you can start it at any time. I started mine at noon. Mm-hmm. So you run at noon, then you run at four, then you run at eight, then you run at midnight, then you run at 4 a.m., then you run at 8 a.m., then you <laughs> run at noon, then you run at 4, then you run at 8, then you run at midnight, and then you run at 4 a.m., 8 a.m., and then your final run is at mid, is at noon 48 hours later. That's insane. Yeah. So and my goal was to do that and run every mile under an hour. Mm-hmm. And I ran it all in under an hour, but the one I almost failed was my, was my final 4 a.m. run, and it was like... 58 minutes and it was like so yeah. close i mean my legs were but you were you were probably like barely sleeping too right oh yeah you yeah. basically don't sleep because if you sleep then your body cools down all your lactic acid builds, builds up, up yeah and you just get unbelievably stiff and cold like i had a regimen i was like okay i'm gonna sleep for an hour mm-hmm. and as you, soon as i get it, back was this on the treadmill or was this no i ran yeah, this ran. all in cowan heights and lemon heights so peter's canyon so some hills yeah you know i ran up foothill for uh, if anybody of you guys know where Foothill is, like up Skyline by Foothill <laughs> High School, there's literally a hill in the name. It is yeah. huge. It is a yeah. huge hill. And I ran that for three of mine, and then ran the loop Peters Canyon all the way down, like basically the Jamboree in the back. And <laughs> yeah, it was it was a very humbling experience. And mm-hmm. I want to do more of that when I ran my 24 hour race last. Oh my God, it might've been two years ago. Is I don't that know. running for 24 hours? Yeah. So you basically, the race starts and you just run as far as you can for 24 hours. That's another That's level. It. So I ran. That's hard as 68 shit. miles in 18 and a half hours. 68? 68 miles in 18 Damn. and a half hours. And then I, I stopped only because mind you, <laughs> my friend signed me up for this race. Uh-huh. God, I don't even know. Two days before the race happened, because one of his other buddies dropped out. He's like, you're going. Yeah. Didn't know where it was. It was like in the mountains of Coachella Valley or something. So we're running. It's it's in elevation. It's freezing cold. I show up in board shorts and a t-shirt <laughs> yeah. and have the wrong shoes on. So we get, you know. You're underprepared. It's so yeah. un- People have like hiking sticks so they have like support when their legs give out yeah. <laughs> so they like, can just like <laughs> lean on the sticks I'm just like uh, running in literal, literal swim trunks and a t-shirt in yeah. red New Balances you're like are we doing this or what yeah like, I was like dude <laughs> I'm here now so yeah and then I, I had to stop because I got I had like six or seven bone spurs pop up in my feet oh. yeah like on my big toe and in between my toes and uh-huh. it was it was pretty gnarly my, the, my friend who I went with his mom was a nurse and I took my shoes off she's like I would recommend that you stop. Yeah. Um, you know, so I want to go, I want to try and run a hundred miles. That's mm-hmm. the goal is you run a hundred miles in 24 hours. Damn. So yeah, that, that's, I didn't even know that was possible until yeah. David Goggins like talked about it. He was like, I did this, uh, Moab 240 or oh, some shit. Dude, like, the Moab. He's like, I got I second place. I need to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would die. Yeah. yeah that's dude, insane. the lady who won the 24 hour race was this like 65 year old little Asian woman. 65. 65 year old and she ran like 103 miles in the 24 hours oh shit yeah so there's no excuses everybody yeah no excuses whatsoever age doesn't matter but but 24 hours that's a hard thing to do because i think most people need a goal like when when you say uh 
you want to run a marathon and most people will probably probably be like, okay, that's 26 and a half miles. Mm-hmm. I, I know that that's the distance I had to run. But when you say to a person, just keep running for that amount of time, you're like, eh, I don't know how far I could do it. Like, totally. what am I at? You know, like you're questioning yourself, you're it, doubting yourself. And that plays a big part in your mental strength to overcome it. Absolutely. Because there's no one that's there that tells you you can't stop at mile two. Yeah. You can stop whenever you want to stop. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's literally for fun. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you get a medal, like if you place top three or whatever, but it, you got to do it for yourself. Yeah. It's, it's completely for yourself. Like they're literally, they would give us fireball shots when we crossed the finish line, like on the, on the two, cause it was basically a giant two mile loop. So it was just this two mile loop. Some was sand, some was asphalt, some was gravel. You were running through the woods at some point. Mm-hmm. Like it was just this giant two mile loop. And then like, if you would cross the loop, they'd have like fireball shots with you to keep your body <laughs> yeah. warm. And, you know, so it wasn't like some crazy a uh, serious race yeah, it like was like a competition yeah you know yeah. it was a competition but it was a self competition mm-hmm. how i looked at it and i think how everyone really looked at it was yeah. no one was really trying to win it was just okay how far can i go yeah how how far can i push my body exactly. and my mind totally course. yeah yeah and i had never even remotely done anything like that i was a what, track runner the- i was a sprinter i ran the 100 <laughs> and the 200 <laughs> i ran like uh, one oh, yeah, just from here to there. of that distance, like, yeah, yeah, not even anything remotely close. What was I hate? Yeah. I hate running. Yeah, I, I love running. That's how running is, though. <laughs> yeah. You love to hate it. Like, People say running's bad for you. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I think it's it's the form, like the technique. People run on their heels a lot. It's but, heels, and I just running sucks. Like running, sucks, running is yeah. not fun. Uh-huh. Like you know, it's. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. ugh. Nobody wants to run. Yeah, you know, I love it and I hate it. Yeah, that that's just how some things yeah. are. Yeah, I that's I think that's the same thing uh, that like David Goggins said he uh, he was talking about like how he looks at his shoes every morning before he runs and like just doesn't want to run. Yeah, doesn't want to. Every morning he's just yeah. like I don't I don't want to do this shit. Yeah, and literally. he just does it. And Someone he just literally runs. just asked me that about the gym. They're like, "Do you want to go every day?" I'm like, "Absolutely <laughs> not." Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely not. But it doesn't matter. It's a, it's it's an obligation. It's something. It's a commitment. Mm-hmm. You you told yourself that you're gonna do it. You signed that deal with yourself. Yeah. Told yourself I'm going to do this every day, no matter what. Mm-hmm. No matter if I'm sick, if I don't feel like going, I'm going. Yeah. Commitment. It plays a, a big role in your life because and it's self respect. Yeah. If you can't hold yourself to a standard. Or keep a promise to yourself that you're going to do something. What makes you think that you're going to be able to keep a promise to your friends, your girlfriend, your wife, your your husband, your your anything? Yeah. If you can't even do that to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have to keep commitments that you make to yourself. And I think the 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 part where it gets easier is when you start identifying yourself as that person. Mm. Like I am the person that goes to the gym yeah. every day. Mm. It becomes your identity. It becomes your identity. I I I don't because, entirely disagree with that. Okay, but uh, yeah. Whenever I do that, whenever I identify myself as the person that I want to be, then it becomes like nothing. Like this is who I am. So mm. I am going to do this, and right. like I never have right. to be. I never had to tell myself. It just comes intrinsically. It takes some time. It's not overnight where you just no. you know like that's there's a shift that happens over time. You just keep on doing it and eventually i think the purpose outweighs the excuse for sure 
the purpose of doing that thing, whatever it may be, it, you're working on your craft, going to the gym, whatever it is, your purpose for doing it should pull you in that direction far more than any excuse. Yeah. And for you'll, sure, you'll, you'll have commitment right Remember there. Remember why you started yeah. is like something that I always like to say. If you're going to start something or you're doing anything new venture like that, whether it's mm-hmm. the gym or your craft, remember why you started and what your goal is. Exactly. That should be your motivation because how you said the purpose should outweigh the excuse. Exactly. Oh, I don't want to. Oh, I don't want to go <laughs> or I don't want to put in the time right now. Well, which one is it? Which yeah. <laughs> which, which one is it? You yeah. know? Yeah. And it's a battle every day. It's like uh, st- there's another quote that says, stand guard at the door of your mind mm. because there's a war every single day. You got to l- fight. I love that you just said that. I Every day you got to fight. I believe in that so heavily and I take so much personal pride in that, in what I choose to let into my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't I, just let anything in there. No, don't just let you anybody can't. or anything. You right? can't, you have to guard it. Guard it. You have to guard it and protect it and have this this net. Yeah, guard it like your life depends on it yes. because it does. Because it's a direct outcome of of who you are then going to become. Yeah, exactly. Whether you realize it or not. Again, like how we talked about earlier, but it's it's so crucial. And I think there's just so many people that don't understand that. Mm-hmm. And like it frustrates me why they don't understand <laughs> yeah. that. But every, uh, then you understand that everyone has their own time. Everyone's timing is different. Yeah, Everyone's journey is different. Everyone's exactly. process is different. Like the, the shit, my, my, uh, or the ideas, I don't want to say shit. I'm, that's, I, I was trying to, I know explain what you mean. Myself. Trust me. yeah, I yeah. When I say shit, I think, I, I say, there's I mean like, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Stuff. Like, I'm like, there's so many ways people could interpret that. But, uh, the ideas that, let's say, like my brother knows now and is, is understanding, like he's reading this book by Alan Watts. Mm. I don't know if you've heard of him. Love Alan Watts. Alan Watts, yeah. He's like, a legend there's been like a million producers that have used his his <laughs> yeah. uh speeches yeah, speeches like yeah on he, their on his their tracks is amazing yeah alan his watts voice is a goat it's a amazing philosopher and uh my brother was reading that book and i watched his stuff like years before and now i'm like starting to to share the thoughts with my brother yeah. but i i didn't share them when i learned them because i knew that his time would come like i don't want to force it on people of like, hey, you gotta you gotta read this book, boy, and you gotta read this book, and you gotta watch <laughs> these videos. I, I'm like, his time will oh come. Oh my god! And now it came, and I'm like, all right, now you know. Okay, now your awareness is is there, and I, I appreciate that. Oh, brother, that is so <laughs> funny that you say that. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, you gotta you gotta have patience with people, oh. and you the same thing with my friends, my cousins. All that has happened. Of for some reason, my timing was like, I started getting understanding positive positive thinking at like 15 years old like you know Gary V of course I started watching his videos at 15 and I get if I ever meet him I'm gonna say you changed my life because without hit without his profile on Instagram I would not be here I would not be doing this podcast I would not have a clothing brand I would not do any of the things I'm doing but because of that understanding that, oh, what I'm putting into my mind matters. And this guy is telling me that, and he's lit, he has a successful business. He's gone through life's challenges and he's giving out this information for free. Like he wants you to know, and it's sincere. 
He doesn't feel like an ingenuine guy. Mm-hmm. And I knew that from the get. And throughout that like year or so, I started picking up these new ideas. You good? Okay. We're good. Okay. I like yeah. knocked the wire and it like tipped over. I was like, shit. Yeah, it's all good. But over that year, I started to understand, okay, these are the philosophies that make someone extraordinary. Mm. And if I want to become an extraordinary person, I have to understand this. I have to be aware of the ideas I'm thinking. I have to be aware of what I'm putting into my mind. Totally. And I know not everyone is going to do this. Like, I, even if I know it, something in me told me, like, I can't just like tell other people to do this just because yeah. I know it. My, my perspective is like this, but my friend's There's perspective, they, they might, they, they might just not understand it. It doesn't matter how much I tell them. They're just going to be like, eh, I don't really care, yeah. but their time will come. Mind if I give you some real shit right now? Yeah. Some complete real shit. This is for everybody right now. This is complete vulnerability here because what you're talking about is something that I I figured out actually very recently. Very recently. Uh-huh. Similar topic. Pretty much corresponds pretty pretty accurately, but this is this is personal advice to anybody that's listening or watching. Uh something that I found is is a balance and is really something that's important to understand and manage and, and be aware of is this. Say you could be a relationship or a friend or something and you have to be careful to... So if you're the type of pers- people that we are, who are, you know, energetic, and you need to do this, the mindset thing, I, I live my life this way, mm-hmm. it needs to be this way, I need to get so much done. Ambition. Yeah, the yeah. ambition, the drive, the the just passion for what you want to do and just to be better, mm-hmm. to understand that if you are choosing to be with a person and they may not be there to be careful to not force it project, project yeah your way of of thinking and of discipline and intensity onto them too much to where you're trying to get them to be exactly how you are mm-hmm. and instead Take that energy and that passion and that drive and that motivation you have for yourself, transfer it, turn it into this new thing of energy and throw it at them in the way of, okay, what do you want to do? How can I help you mm-hmm. get to the things that you want to accomplish? Let me take this passion and all this shit I have for myself and put it to you, but in what you want to do and exactly. give you the support in this energy that way, mm-hmm. rather than being, you're not doing enough. <laughs> yeah. You need to go to the gym that you had to do exactly what I'm doing. Exactly. Yeah. that You got to do exactly what I'm doing or else this ain't going to work. Transfer that energy and put it in more of a different way yeah because everyone's different everyone's different and and then it becomes no longer of the question of why does why does everyone leave or why does this always happen this way Mm -hmm. it then becomes okay i've put this energy into you because i've transferred it 
onto what you told me that you want to do. So then it becomes, okay, now if you're not doing it and this doesn't work, I got yeah. nothing left. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I tried to do everything that I could rather than trying to just project yourself and make a exact replica of you. Yeah. Because that's actually no fun. And yeah. I, like I said, I'm talking to you from real experience that that I've had multiple experiences or relationships that have ended in a similar way mm-hmm. because I was doing that. Because they weren't as far along or doing the things that I was doing. And, and you I, wanted them to be, you expected that. Exactly. Because I live them. with such a, a standard of personal excellence, a, a, an expectation of daily achievement Yeah. that if you, they weren't, especially if you're going to be my person and they weren't doing that to the standard, mm-hmm. then I would like freak the fuck out. Yeah. You're like you can't, because they become like an extension of you. You're like, exactly. I can't, but they're see. their own person. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you got to understand. And, and, exactly. And yeah. that's what you got to understand. And like I said, I, I sound like a broken record here, but I'm going to reiterate but to take <laughs> that feeling you have for yourself and, and, put and transfer it, it and put it to them but on what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that reminds me of a, a quote by oh, this. Oh, it's so uh, crucial, brother. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. I, I, I want you guys to seriously understand that because it'll save you a lot of que- questioning yeah. of why, 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 <laughs> yeah. why, why, why. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, that reminds me of a quote by this, uh, this philosopher or like Chinese philosopher named Lao Tzu, which like nobody knows his name because it was thousands of years ago. Mm-hmm. Just literally means the the wise man mm. and uh he said the best leader is someone who 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 in the end the people say we did it ourselves mm. that the people that they weren't micromanaging everything mm. that they didn't expect a certain result the way they imagined it that they allowed the people to do what they wanted mm. and they might have guided them they might have helped them but they influence did it themselves. Them. Yeah, influence them, but they did it themselves. Yeah. And that's the best leader. Wow. Someone who's hands off. Someone and and you look at that in your life. You look at, you know, your parents or you look at teachers who the best teachers are the ones who are who let you do and experience what you want to experience. And sure there there's uh things you had to learn, but they allow you to do it on your own. Mm-hmm. They allow you to, you know, let's say like a, an art project, you're in a graphic design class, you don't want to design something that's already been designed and you had to do it the exact same way. You might have a certain idea that you want and the teacher shows you the technique on how to use it, but then you use that technique to design. you make it in your own way. Yeah, you make it your own. That's the best thing. And understanding that you could, you could become uh, an amazing leader just knowing that just, and, and people will want to be around you because you're not forcing anything on them. Mm -hmm. You're just allowing, you know, this is that person. This is what they're good at. I'm not, this is the level of commitment they have in the, in their life. It might, it might not, uh, meet my expectation, but maybe they'll get there. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not their time yet. I, I thought about this the other day and I'm it's super short, but I, it's kind of like something that I've made up per se as saying, I don't know if anyone's ever said it, but mm-hmm. I feel like the best leaders are listeners. Listeners. Yeah. Ones who could, Understand that person's point of view. Understand that person's point of view. Understand if you if you're able to listen, I feel like then you're just you're able to lead. Yeah. Because if you're just leading 
blindly or based off how you feel, <laughs> yeah. then your followers per se mm-hmm. may not always want to be led by you. Yeah. But if you're able to, to stop and listen to what's being said or how someone feels, what they're telling you emotionally. Mm-hmm. That's so important. It's so, so crucial, important. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and of course, as, it's as so leaders, crucial. you oh have, God. you have vision of what you want, right? We have a vision of who we want to be, how, how we want to run our business or whatever it may be, how you want to live your life. But understanding that, especially in business, when you have people you work with, you want to align everybody with that vision. Yeah. But you got to understand that they have their own vision too. Yeah. For that mm. not all of, as uh, somebody who's a, a leader of a business, like a CEO, and you founded that business, you're, you had to understand that not everyone's going to have the same passion and drive that you do. Nor should they. Nor should they. Unless you're paying them the <laughs> yeah. same. Yeah. Or yeah, because it's <laughs> it's your idea. It's what you made, and nobody's gonna be able to have that drive. And you, the understanding is, yes, you have to have your belief. That's how, I mean, if you don't believe in yourself, other people won't even believe at all. I, I've so, probably said that five hundred times yeah. in the past six <laughs> yeah. months. So yes, you have to believe, and you have to be the most passionate about it more than anybody, anybody. else. And that's what will out allow other people to believe, but you had to understand those people that believe in this vision, they might have something else that they want to do. Maybe this isn't everything to them and understanding that they have something else and you could help them with that too. And that'll make the, that'll, that'll bring you closer. Totally. You know? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I definitely think that applies to friendships and relationships mm-hmm. for sure. I think if we're talking business wise on that, I think there's a different a, a different philosophy. I think there's, I think it's a similar philosophy, but I think it's, it's edited mm-hmm. per se, you know? Uh, I mean, like if you, if you have a business and you're a CEO, obviously you should, you're, you shouldn't expect everyone to do the same amount of work that you're doing. Yeah. Unless you're paying them <laughs> the same that you're getting paid, you yeah. know? But I think there's a, there's a certain level of of personal excellence, a standard that you set mm-hmm. that is the standard. Yeah. And that if those people aren't running and and working and you know, living by that standard that you've set in your workplace, that's different. That's like different. yeah, I think that's different. Then mm-hmm. they need to go. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. But I get in, it. in the relationship and friendship stuff of what you're saying is a hundred percent facts. Mm-hmm. Absolutely a hundred percent true. Absolutely, yeah. No question at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see how long we've been going, man. That seems yeah, like I know, fucking- right? I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> it's like an hour twenty two in. <laughs> it doesn't even feel like it. Yeah, it doesn't even feel it's crazy. We're in hour forty? Hour twenty two. Oh, hour twenty two. Yeah. Damn. Oh. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, Holy that's shit. Crazy. We've been just sipping on scotch. And- I know, right? <laughs> you got some homework done over there, Lao Win? Yeah. <laughs> the way you said that. Lao Win. Uh, Lao Win? Yeah. Uh, it always flies by. Like, are you. Do you oh, feel it happens it? all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my episodes are usually 55 minutes to an hour, 15, hour 20. Uh-huh. So, like. Yeah. I, but, dude, if they were longer, I would. <laughs> I could talk forever, so that's Ever. my thing. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I could talk that, for. That's what I, I could love talk about forever. this is that whenever I bring people on, it's 
I t- like some of them are nervous. I don't know if you've ever dealt with that. Oh, yeah, everybody. But, yeah, everybody. everybody. Everyone after we get done filming, they're like, oh, my God, I was so nervous, was I? I was like, why are you nervous? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. There's just the camera and the lights. And yeah, they're yeah. Like, oh, I don't know some how I get nervous about it. This, and I'm like, just we're going to talk about the first thing and two hours are going to go by. Like, yes, yeah, literally. And you won't even know. You won't even and know. It happens every time. Every yeah, time. Yeah. Like I just did an episode uh, a few weeks ago. And my friend came on and he, this was like his first podcast uh, or first anything. He wasn't even on camera whatsoever. Didn't even speak into a microphone. And we did like two and a half hours. And I'm like, this is how it is. Like, I, yeah, I no, literally, I don't want it to feel like it's rushed. Yeah. Like no. nothing we talked about was like I we had to shift on to something else. No, it was just the natural conversation. That's what happens. It's yeah. real. It's real, and that's the that's the only way I like doing it. If you if you tell me that okay, we today we we're gonna talk about sports, I'm gonna be like I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> like unless, if, yeah, unless you're doing <laughs> like a sports podcast yeah, or yeah. that's why I can't do that. Yeah, like, no, totally. To I me, get you. I get you. It's so difficult to, and I applaud those who do. Like that, uh, there are a bunch of sports podcasts out there and p- political podcasts, and they talk about you know different things in in their own worlds. But I have so many different ideas. I have so much curiosity about different shit. shit yep. <laughs> like we're like we just talked about the what what was it? We went somewhere. Language. language we were talking yeah, about language. language. Yeah, it's just different. Just random just shit historical and, yeah, facts. Gym and, and <laughs> yeah. relationship and yeah, exactly. The, the history of the universe. Yeah, history. Oh God. <laughs> God. Can't even think about that. Yeah. I think last time we were on here, we were talking about aliens. Uh, aliens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, are, are aliens real, bro? <laughs> it always gets to that point. I literally remember <laughs> quote. So if Elon Musk wanted you to go to Mars, would you go? I mean, if there were little green people, for sure. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Does that still hold up? Oh, for sure. For dude. sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, there's. Uh, <sighs> space fascinates. Space. And the paranormal fascinate me. Paranormal. Paranormal. I, have you had any? I've, oh, for sure. I was telling this her last night because I was watching, we were watching Ghost Adventures and she's mm. like, this shit scares me. I was like, she's like, do you believe in it? I was like, yeah, I do actually. <laughs> yeah. I do. Uh-huh. I do. I do believe in it. And, and I've had, I've had some odd experiences, you know, reaching from when I was a kid to currently. Yeah. Currently, you know. Yeah. Um, Your house might be haunted. <laughs> that's the thing is I don't, I don't think it's haunted. Definitely uh-huh. not. But I've, I've had experiences in places and my old house that I used to live in in Corona, I definitely have had the most experiences because when I, that house I lived in, in Corona, basically where I grew up, there was two houses. The, so I'm a huge car guy. My papa's a car. Yeah. I basically was raised in a garage <laughs> yeah. and in Corona, our garage was bigger than our house. Really? Yeah. So <laughs> That's crazy. the garage was bigger than the house. So, the, but there was the garage and then there was a bar section, but the bar was Al Capone's bar from Chicago. My papa had really? bought his, his wh- actual, no, bar. his actual bar from Chicago. That's, that must be worth something. Yeah. I, I mean, whoever the <laughs> new owner of the house has is, has it now, but he bought this bar from Chicago it was just a giant, like, 27-foot-long wa- uh, wooden bar Damn. that he bought, had it ripped out of the bar in one piece, had it shipped to Corona, and set it in this, like, the extra room of the garage. And I, as I've obviously gotten older, I think that's 
where possibly energy could have come from or residual yeah. type. I mean, there's there's history behind that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking Al Capone, one of the most famous mobsters ever. Yeah. But yeah, there were, you know, there was a couple of times where when I was kid, when I was probably maybe 12, 13, like we'd play hide and seek or whatever. And, uh, there's this one time there was this, this closet upstairs in what used to be my mother's bedroom that was turned into a storage room. And me and my friend Joey went up there to hide in this little like shoe closet as one of our friend Marquise was trying to find us. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of time goes by, like sitting there, you know, like, oh my God, be quiet. Yeah. And then like so much time had passed. We're like, okay, like. He had to have. Yeah, no, yeah. He's he's either, <laughs> yeah. he got over it. He left. Like we're just been in here for like 40 minutes now. So we try and open the door and the door won't open. And we're like pushing it. And it literally feels like someone is holding. Yeah, it. is holding the door because like the door would open like yeah. a bit, and then no one would close, and then it open. And Damn. you're like, what the like, what, what, what the fuck? So we like do it, and then it just like finally opens, and there's no one there. There's no one. Yeah, there's no one there. We would have heard him if he was running away. Yeah, there was nothing that freaked us out. I've had you know bed sheets like pulled up, like taken off my bed, like slowly, like someone's like pulling the covers down. Um, <laughs> that would be scary. As yeah, shit. for sure. I've yeah. seen I've seen a shadow in my old room at a at a La Vareda that I had very vivid experience. We've had many friends that have come over to that house for you know after school barbecues and stuff we used to do or sleepovers we used to do with like thirty people. Yeah, just in my room and. You know, have had people have very weird experiences. I had my papa come in one time early in the morning. We had I had on the side of my room there was like gravel, mm-hmm. and he came in. It's like seven in the morning. He's like, "Gage, who was laying in the rocks last night?" Like, what are you talking about? Fuck He's yeah. like, "Well, there's a body print in the rocks, like in the gravel on the side of your room." We're all like, "What?" <laughs> what the- because we yeah. were all in there. Oh God, this sounds like, I swear to God, I am not making this up. We were all in there at one time and my parents were out to dinner and I had like a balcony on my room and there was like a a, a glass door with a handle. We're all sitting there hanging out, doing whatever. And then the handle just starts shaking. Yeah. Shaking super hard. And we thought, Oh, Nan and Papa's home. They're trying to get in, go over, open the door. Nobody is there at all. We all just were like, this is literally not happening. Yeah, like this is a movie. No, this is a movie. Yeah. And then that happened earlier. And then our friends Paige and Claire left to come back. And when they came back, they came sprinting, sprinting into my room, bawling, crying, like hyperventilating the man in the top hat, the man in the top <laughs> hat, he's on the roof. Like he was just, they were like saying that as they were like walking down our driveway on my neighbor's roof, there was like just the silhouette of a man in a top hat. Yeah. Like, like Abe Lincoln. Yeah. Like Abe Lincoln just <laughs> on the roof. Yeah. Just ran in <laughs> screaming all that. And then mind you, both of those things happened. And then the previous the following morning was when my papa was like, yeah, there's who was laying in the rocks. Yeah. So yeah, you know, you've had that some was super long story, but <laughs> you've had some experiences. Yeah, I've had some yeah. experiences and, and I believe in it. And cause I just, I definitely think that it, it probably has to do with energy. Like it different has to. energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Yeah. So it's like, 
some spirit just wanted to stay stay on earth or something or something, or something and i just feel Oh my God, I'm not even going to get into the death talk right now because I will be here till the sun goes down. Well, what is, in short, what would you want to talk about? I was raised Lutheran. Mm -hmm. I was basically went to a private Christian Lutheran school my entire life. And I for sure have doubts, questions. When you've been taught something so much, the same thing over and over and over and over again since you were a child, basically till I was almost an adult at 18. Yeah. You start to develop your own questions, your own way of thinking. You know, I think it's natural to to question. Yeah. To come up with your own conclusions. To come up with your own conclusions or just ask, what really is it? Mm-hmm. Like, it, do I believe in it? it? What is there? Is it God? Is it a higher power? Is it is it the universe? Are we star matter? Yeah. And I think I've, I've filtered out that I definitely don't believe that we're stars. I don't believe in the Big Bang Theory. If anyone does, congratulations. You can think what you want to think. Mm-hmm. I have no – doesn't affect me at all. Yeah. I just don't think that that's what happened. <laughs> I think we're just too complex. Yeah. The, the, they just came out with a, a James Webb uh, – like Yeah, the, the telescope. Fo- the telescope. It just brought a picture that – the scientists expected, you know, the universe to be somewhere approximately 3 billion years old. Mm-hmm. And that picture that it took revealed that some of these galaxies are much older than, or not 3 billion, 13 billion. Yeah. So it, it was some of those galaxies that the, the footage is showing is much older than 13 billion years old. And so if that's, if the galaxies are, older than 13 billion then the universe of course has to be older older and in my opinion it's probably infinite uh, like i don't Dude, think it's i just watched an uh, a trip to infinity on netflix is literally a documentary talking about is the universe actually infinite mm-hmm. and it is a fascinating documentary fascinating really? fascinating is but, it a new documentary yeah it's a new documentary new- uh, is it on Netflix? Yeah, or? it's, it's okay. on Netflix. It's called A Trip to Infinity. I'll probably check that it, out. It's phenomenal, amazing. It's so mind-blowing. It really makes you question. I love I love documentaries and things that provoke thoughts, and, and then I love that type of stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, I was watching that because, you know, I've been, I've been thinking so much. I don't know why. I, every time I get in bed at night, like, especially when I'm alone. I just have like these thoughts of like what <laughs> what happens you know you go to like you go into this like existential crisis of like oh my god I'm gonna die one day you know like in trying to like find that comfort or or that yeah for re- me resolution of I I just had a, a thought like overwhelming thought one day that you don't die like you you just you just like, go somewhere yeah you just go somewhere that's what I believe yeah I, I do I really. Because I really, I, really I, I do. I kept thinking about the quote you said by Albert Einstein, uh, energy cannot Not be, be created, created nor destroyed. destroyed. And if, like, ev- literally everything is energy. Mm-hmm. Everything. Every, this look table is made out of atoms. Your computer is made out of atoms. The walls that, you have the walls. The, this is made out of atoms. Everything that appears to be still is not yep, still. Everything is protons, neutrons, and electrons. Anything that we see, it's all just in energy. this form. In this form. Oh, my God. And reflects light. Dude. Reflects light. That's the only way it's physical. Like okay. it's Holy some crazy shit. shit. Yeah. I have to tell you. Oh my god! I have to tell you. I just remembered one of the most unbelievable <laughs> things that I have seen that I saw on the documentary. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, brother! This blew my mind. 
blew my mind. So they were saying, if you put a, a, a apple inside of a box, mm-hmm. nothing could get in or could get out of this box. This apple would go through every an infinite state of matter of gases uh, of of a star of all this just conglomerate of of infinite amount of different variations in forms that yeah. the universe has to offer solid physical it, liquid it, or gas anything, everything an yeah. infinite an infinite amount of of states that this apple would would be because nothing can get in nor nothing can get out mm-hmm. but say uh, uh, 500 billion years later you open that box it'll be an apple it'll be an apple it'll be an apple just how you left it really because it has to return to its original state dude damn i uh, dude it i couldn't i can't even brother, comprehend that shit it blew my mind like they they had this this imagery of it was like a little box and an apple and it was just like Morphing. It was turning, yeah, turning into this, and it was like a gas. It looked like a galaxy. Then it was like this weird shit, and then this, and it just it went for an infinite amount of time. That it'll come back to that form. It'll have to go back. It'll have to, to that form that it was. And who knows what time? It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. As soon as you open that box, it'll be an apple. Damn, a full apple. Just how you left it. That's crazy. Dude, it, that's <laughs> dude it, literally, I'm telling you, go watch it. I'm not bullshitting you. Yeah, I got to watch this. Dude, it's crazy. crazy. And just the whole, you know, the, the thought of that, like, yeah. it just makes you think of like, like, we know so what little. You, oh, we, we know, know nothing. We know nothing. Oh, nothing. Dude. Like, what we know, and we we think that, oh, these textbooks are like the, oh the end-all, be-all of all knowledge. No. It's no, not. It's no. not even close. Not even room. <laughs> it's not even close. close, dude. Like, there's pe- people are learning new things every day and throwing out what we used to know, what we, what we used to think. Like, people... Like hundreds of years ago, people thought that the sun was the the center of the universe, mm-hmm. or no, the Earth was the center, center of, the of the universe, universe, right? Not even the sun. And it wasn't until you know Copernicus and Galileo and all these astronomers, you know, they started looking at the sky and realizing it's not that way. It's not that way, and that's that's incredible to. I mean, it's it's incredible to see how far we've come in knowledge and what we know up to this point, but we literally know nothing. You know, nothing. Nothing. That's Socrates' quote. Uh, quote. He said, uh, "The only thing I know is nothing," mm-hmm. which is paradoxical because that's the one thing he knows. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. is nothing. Is nothing. Yeah. No, my God, dude. Yeah, that's that's crazy to think that, that this infinite universe, like we, for since the beginning of time, people have been thinking about this. They've been looking at the stars. Yeah, and, people have been and, trying to figure this out since the conception of of it of, of everything. It, yeah, of consciousness. Yeah. Yeah, trying to figure out what what happens after death is the biggest question ever in the hi- ever. history of mankind. Yeah, people have been trying to figure it out for millennia. Yeah, for me, I, I I've gotten to this place uh, where personally, I think like this how I I see myself separate from my body. Yes, right. Like th- there's this man by the name of Bob Proctor who said, I know Bob Proctor, you know, Bob yeah. Proctor. Yeah. He, he was talking about like in this interview, he was saying, I call this my shirt, right? This is my shirt. Something I possess, mm-hmm. right? My jeans, my keys, things I own, right? 
And I call this my hand, my face, you know, Mm -hmm. my neck, things I own. So it's not you. You aren't your shirt. How could you? And you're calling this my hand. Are you this hand or are you the owner of this hand? And like operating the hand, operating the yeah. hand. Like he, he was like, "What's behind these eyes? Like something is there." Yeah, you, it's a consciousness. You, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a internal being of. Yeah, dude. Oh my it's, god! It's something oh my like god. you can't, like, I, you cannot put it into words because it's not of this world. Like there's no three dimensional factor to it. There's no. Why do I dream? Why do when I have dreams, I can feel, I can touch, I feel sensation, I, I recognize. Where I am, who I am, or or who's there, but if I'm in this like made up world, like it all feels so real. Feels real, and it, yeah. like if you do like psychedelics, you feel dude, a certain ways. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. like, I do. It literally just it blows my mind. It really does. It yeah. really does. Like it, it it trips me out to even talk about because I get so far down the rabbit hole about mm-hmm. it. But have you done psychedelics before? I have. You have. I have. I did. Um, I've, I don't, I don't like do psychedelics, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Not, I've done, yeah, you've done I did it. mushrooms, uh, probably about two years ago. Mm-hmm. I did mushrooms about two years ago. How was uh, it? It was honestly one of the best experiences of my life. And I think why is because I had been wanting to do it for a while, mm-hmm. but I was just, I was in an environment that I was comfortable in. I was with people that I was comfortable with. It was my family, my cousins in Vegas. I did it at their house. Mm -hmm. And I was just, I basically was in my mind. I was like, it just came so suddenly too. my, my cousin's girlfriend had him by chance had just picked him up. And I was just like in this mental state, like gauge it's, it's now, or I don't know when I'm going to do them. And it genuinely was such an amazing experience. It took about 45 minutes for them to kick in for me. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he had to, and then I was like, okay, I'm, I'm definitely starting to feel something. I wasn't at the peak of my trip yet. And I was starting to feel it. And my cousin had to take his girlfriend home. And he was like, you want to come with us? Cause in Vegas you can ride in the bed of your truck. It's legal. Mm. So he had to take his girlfriend home and he let me lay in the bed of his truck <laughs> while driving, while driving, while yeah. driving. And that's was it when, at night. Yeah, it was at night, at night, and that's when the trip really started to hit. And you know, just <clears throat> the street lights were just streaking above me, and were like leaving this this just gorgeous iridescent trail of light, like behind every every light. It was all connected. Mm. Like no, there was no gaps. It was from light to light to light, and it was just this like elongated streak that just kept coming, and it was so gorgeous. I'd never seen anything like it, and. After that, we went back to the house and it really started to kick in. Like really started to kick in. I was like, holy shit, I am tripping balls right now. So I went outside and I laid in their backyard on the concrete for four and a half hours. But it it felt like 20 minutes. Yeah. And I was staring at this street light over their wall that was just like crested above their wall. And it was illuminating this incredible ball of light from the streetlight. And I swear to God, there was like this such faint silhouette of like a figure in the middle of this light. 
and it was like it would pulse like very very lightly like you could tell it was like flickering or something and it was just the most vibrant blues and pinks and purples and just every color that you could imagine and i laid out there for four hours fixated <laughs> just on, on this that. street light, yeah. like laying on the ground just like staring at staring at, staring it for at it. hours and then i like snapped out of it and it was just like thank you you know thank mm-hmm. you for showing me whatever you wanted to show me whatever and, that meant yeah whatever that meant thank you i'm gonna leave now mm-hmm. went back inside uh had a bowl of lucky charms and then the 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 marshmallows were moving really? inside <laughs> the lucky charms they were just like doing this like swirling figure eight pattern and i was like what the fuck is going on right now <laughs> and i laid down on the couch to go to bed because it, it was probably like seven hours that had passed and yeah. went to lay down and then the pillows they have were like spirals so they were moving and then took me a while to like not focus on that and then go to bed and and then i fell asleep and what I thought was funny is about three weeks to a month prior to that experience, my aunt had told me who's who's a, a she does catering business, but she's great friends with Steve Aoki. Oh, really? For some reason, and she told me that I should read his book. Blue is the color of noise. Hmm. And after I basically I was having the trip, and it didn't click until the Lucky Charms. When I was in the truck bed, the main color of light that was trailing from the streetlights was blue. Mm. When I was looking at the streetlight in their backyard, the main color was blue. When I was eating the Lucky Charms, the only marshmallows that were moving were blue. That's insane. And when I was looking at that, after that whole experience, I was looking at the marshmallows. I can't even tell you, bro. I, I literally looked up and I was like, blue is the color of noise. I was like, holy shit, I get it. Yeah. I understand what he meant. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Blue is the yeah, color but it, of noise. Dude, it just blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God, it all connected. <laughs> Blue is the color of noise. I figured out the secret <laughs> yeah. to life, dude. And it was such an experience. And I woke up and you know, I remembered everything and I had a I had a great sleep and it was it was a beautiful experience. And that was yeah. the only time I've ever done psychedelics. I've never done psychedelics since then. Mm-hmm. Never done it before then. Steve Aoki probably had that same trip. I, I, how <laughs> much you want to bet? Yeah. How Definitely. much you want to bet that it's exactly I what guarantee happened. you. Yeah. It's but, like, oh shit, look at this street light. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. That was yeah, that was the one time I did exci- psychedelics for sure. And mm-hmm. it was it was amazing. I enjoyed it very yeah. much. That's very, that's, very much. That's good. Yeah. I, I I haven't done it personally, but I've heard many people talk about it and there have most people say it they've come out it come out of it with something positive. For sure. Yeah. Like they they've It all depends it, your yeah, state of mind. Yeah, it all depends on your state of mind. Because what I've learned is that if you go in there and you're trying to cling to reality, mm. a certain way of life, it's Don't. game over. Like you're you're gonna fucking have a bad trip. But if you let go and and just experience what it is, like it's okay to sit on the ground mm-hmm. for four hours. Yep. Like if that's what's gonna happen, that's what's gonna happen. You had to let go of that, exactly. and you'll you'll bring something out of. Of that trip yeah. couldn't agree more and i was in that exact <clears throat> headspace and that's why i did it yeah and it was just i just feel like it was meant to be was meant everything to be. lined up to be happen <clears throat> at that moment yeah and it was a beautiful beautiful experience for sure yeah that's why i think reality is perspective because if we imagine you were always imagine that was the reality like mm-hmm. if you were always on a trip that means you're seeing that version of reality yeah. and this would be foreign 
Yeah. This totally. would seem like what what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. Normal. Yeah, normal. Like, but but you it wouldn't isn't. know normal. You wouldn't know normal. Yeah. You would think that that's normal. That's normal. Yeah, exactly. So there is no normal. It's only your perception, perception. that makes things normal. Your your thought of it being normal is only because of what you think normal is. That's why you have to craft your own reality. Yeah. It's it's we could go on forever. Yeah, I know. This I was is, just saying. We're going on to like deep waters yeah, here. Deep, deep waters. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm like, I wonder if Zeke's home because my poor fucking dog is probably like Yeah, we're Dad, where the fuck are you at? <laughs> I got a puppy at home. Oh really? Yeah, I got a I got a little menace dog. Uh-huh. I mean he's not a menace, but I love him. He's my son. Milo, little Milo. Yeah, yeah. You post, <laughs> yep, you post yep, him. Yep, yeah, yeah. You guys follow me. You've definitely seen my son, Milo. Yeah. Yeah, he's the best. It, did you just get him recently or I got him uh last year in Ooh. I got him March of 22. Okay. March of 22. So he's like a year and three months because his birthday is December 22nd. So this was a year. And yeah, then, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. Yeah. yeah. No, I love him. Yeah. He's the best. I hate him, but I love amazing. him. Yeah. <laughs> They're like children. So if uh-huh. any of you think about getting a dog and you've never had a dog, think twice. <laughs> think twice. twice. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you from experience. I mean, it's a responsibility for sure. It's an incredible responsibility. Yeah. Like you got to take care of this life. It's a child. Form. It's yeah. basically a child for the first two years. The only difference is a child you can't lock in the garage or put in the cage <laughs> when you're gone. Yeah. But just Other think a that. child pees and shits in the same place in a diaper. A dog will do that. Wherever they yeah. want to, a baby does not <laughs> chew your shoes yeah. or chew your clothes. A dog does, and you don't have to walk a baby multiple times a day. Like you know, yeah. it's a huge commitment. It commitment. really is a commitment yeah, for yeah, sure, definitely. But I wanted one. You know, I got a house. I was like, I have a space. Yeah. I have my own thing. You know, You're like it's 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 yeah, worth I was like, it. It's time. It's yeah, I'm gonna get a dog. Yeah, that's good for you though. But man, this was a fun conversation. No, dude, this man. was great. I'm this so glad that I came amazing. back. Yeah. Thank you so much for the scotch, dude. The scotch was delicious, delicious. to drink on here. This yeah. was such a nice gesture. I so much enjoyed this, dude. Dude, I, I really enjoyed it. Thank I think you. the scotch helped. Like we, we just oh, yeah. went into it always this. Does. Flow. It always loosens like, yeah, up loosens things. It up. And for sure, dude. Yeah, yeah, man. This was really amazing. And uh I'm I'm glad we got to do this and hopefully we do it again. For sure. Hope. Hey, I'm I'm always around. Now we got to get you on my show, dude. Yeah, for sure. A- absolutely. And uh, to everybody watching, listening, I hope you enjoyed it as well. Yes. And uh, I'll put like a- a- your Instagram and everything Sweet. in the description. But yeah, have a wonderful day. Peace. Peace, guys. Thank you. Thank you.